Welcome to the Thriving Farmer Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Kilpatrick. Our mission is to inspire, educate, and celebrate sustainable farming. We believe that you can build a profitable, sustainable farm that gives you true farm freedom. Join us as we talk to farmers, innovators, educators, and entrepreneurs to glean their top takeaways in business and life. Hey, Farmers, Michael here. So this episode is a little bonus episode we're throwing in this week to help you sign up and learn about taking electronic benefits from the SNAP program. So enjoy this little short episode, but hopefully it will help you get more local food into your community and more sales for your business. Hey, Thriving Farmers, Michael Kilpatrick here with another episode of the Thriving Farmer podcast. And today's guest is Amy Crone, who is the project manager for MarketLink, a national initiative developed in collaboration with USDA to increase acceptance of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, at farmers markets. MarketLink is um, a app-based means of accepting SNAP available, and since it started in 2013, has enabled sales of more than 43 million in SNAP and more than 95 million nationwide in overall electronic sales by farmers markets and direct marketing farmers. Formerly, she was the executive director of the Maryland Farmers Market Association, a nonprofit organization that she founded in 2012. Welcome to the podcast, Amy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So for people that are familiar with the program, give us a, a couple minute synopsis of what the program does. Mm-hmm. So MarketLink is a program of the National Association of Farmers Market Nutrition Programs, as you mentioned, otherwise known as NAFMMP. And so that group is a national nonprofit that supports the farmers market nutrition programs across the country. So the farmers market nutrition programs, which have a women, infants, and children component and a seniors component, are part of what's known as the federal nutrition benefits programs. And SNAP is another aspect of those programs. So SNAP or the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, uh, formerly known as Food Stamps, is another federal nutrition assistance program where low-income participants can use the benefit to purchase um, in a variety of different goods uh, under the SNAP program, all food-oriented items. But for the purposes of our project, um, we are trying to grow the acceptance of SNAP by farmers and farmers markets. So MarketLink is a USDA-funded grant program to provide free equipment and technical assistance to farmers markets and direct marketing farmers to not only be able to accept SNAP, but then also to grow their customer base and expand their sales by accepting those federal nutrition benefits. All right. So let's talk about what's eligible first for the program. If I remember correctly, it has to be uh, vegetables or farm products, correct? Yes, actually, you can accept SNAP for um, pretty much everything you can find at most farmers markets. The only ineligible SNAP items, and to be clear, again, SNAP is for food. So the only ineligible SNAP items are um, alcohol and tobacco non-food products such as flowers or maybe uh, someone has a woodworking you know stand at yes. the market um, and then other items that would not be considered food excuse me and then um, lastly foods that are hot or intended to be eaten on site so as kind of the name of the program indicates the um, it's supposed to be a supplemental nutrition program meaning that the participants should be able to take the foods home and enhance their pantry Mm-hmm. So it's not for like vegetable transplants. It wouldn't be for the uh, guy selling pies. 
That's actually a great question. And in both of those instances, those both would qualify. So okay. the other thing that is eligible, um, I'm glad that you asked, is plant starts. So anything that will grow into an edible food is eligible. And then for that, um, the pie person, it, it should be eligible since the family will take that home and eat the pie. I wouldn't imagine that they're going to stand at the market and eat, eat it right there. Well, you haven't seen me, but anyway. <laughs> Um, yes, I was known to have a sweet tooth at the farmer's market. All right. So that's cool because the, the, tr the transplant aspect, because then people can start growing their own gardens, which allows them to actually take what they take from the farmer's market and expand it. I mean, one tomato plant can do 10 pounds of tomatoes, which is just awesome. Exactly. So yeah, that's an amazing part of that. Um, all right. That's great. So then, and I forget how the amount of, of um, every person, and when we used to do this, I believe it was like $24 a person and it hasn't increased or how does that work now? It has increased and it's actually depends on the income level of that particular family. So it varies by customer and can vary by within a family as well. Um, and unfortunately, with the pandemic last year, USDA issued almost 33 million, excuse me, 33 billion in extra funding to the SNAP program. So unfortunately, more people are needing to take advantage of the SNAP program currently. And so not only was there that increase at the federal level, but across states, um, for example, where I am in Maryland, there was something like a 15% increase in the benefit allotted to families as well. Oh, wow. So overall last year, there was almost $100 billion in SNAP issued across the country. Okay. So then what you're saying is farmers in farmers markets should definitely be taking advantage of this program. Exactly. It's a huge opportunity. And last year, only about 33 million of that overall um, SNAP budget was redeemed by farmers and markets. So that's what we're trying to change. Okay. So, but it's been, otherwise it was be redeemed at other, at grocery stores, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Grocery stores, big, big box stores, places like that. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So how does a farmer go ahead and get set up or a farmer's market go ahead and get set up for this? Well, that's what we're here for. So the market link program, a big piece of what we do is provide technical assistance to farmers and markets to get through the entire process and then also provide that free equipment that I mentioned before. So it is an online application that you complete with USDA to become what they call a SNAP authorized retailer or in kind of colloquial terms to get your FNS number. FNS is the Food and Nutrition Service, um, which is the agency within USDA that implements SNAP. And so our representatives can help and actually submit that application on behalf of the farmer or market. So we can make sure you have all your paperwork together, submit it all in one go. And fortunately, thanks to our close working relationship with USDA, they've been approving those applications in as little as a few weeks. And just for reference back in 2013, when we first started this project, in, in some cases it would take more than six months to get your SNAP retailer authorization. Okay. So you're also saying that someone that has a retail farm stand can apply for this. Correct. Any direct marketing farmers are eligible. Okay. All right. Very cool. And all right. So they get the equipment and then um, do they ever see, do you guys send signage or they, they print out signage so people can see that they are approved? Yes, we have, um, they get a, a certificate from USDA saying that they're approved. And then we also send um, a bit of signage and then we have other options that they can download online. Very cool. What are the most common uh, questions that people have about the program? About the MarketLink program or the SNAP program? Um, well, the MarketLink, let's start with that one first. 
Sure. So um, in general, folks want to know what the fees are after the grant. The grant is only one year. So after then, you can continue to um, accept SNAP using the app, which I can speak a little bit more to as well. But um, for either um, $19.95 per month is the license cost, or it's $119.40 if you opt for the annual option. And so just to explain for folks, the way that it works is that you download an app that was developed by our partners, Novadia Group, that's called Total Pay Go onto a smart device. And then you use a card reader to accept SNAP using that app. So it's actually the only app through which you can accept SNAP anywhere in the country. Gotcha. Okay. So that basically you guys have moved from, um, and I think it used to be like a paper check. Now it's to a card. They get their, their benefits loaded on, and then you just basically swipe that at your, the stand. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. Very cool. And um, that's, I should also add that that's another piece of the program that we um, are working on as part of our agreement with USDA. Um, some of your uh, listeners may be familiar with the farmer's market nutrition program. As I mentioned, you, uh, there's the WIC and the seniors portion. Those are all paper-based checks and they are a separate program from SNAP, but we are working towards implementing an electronic version of the FMMPs as well. So our yes. ultimate goal is to have all of these different benefits and all of these different tender types all in one app so that it makes it convenient for both the farmer and the participant on both ends of the spectrum. Gotcha, that makes sense. Okay, so then let's, uh, what are some of the questions from the consumers that consumers normally have about the SNAP program? They generally aren't sure what they can purchase um, since a lot of consumers that shop at markets may be used to um, matching programs or programs that might be more restrictive in only being able to purchase fruits and vegetables. For example, um, the farmer's market nutrition program is only for fruits and vegetables. So that's why um, SNAP is actually a really great partner program because a low-income shopper can go to the market and really be able to purchase the vast majority of their market basket. They can use their FMMP to get their fruits and vegetables, and then they can use SNAP to get dairy, eggs, meat, whatever else their family needs. Gotcha. So one of the things that would be helpful for farmers to do is have a sheet on their stand or on their price signs that would say like, this is FMMP, you know, eligible, or this is SNAP eligible. So people can see that and know exactly. And so, cause I know the thing, someone confused or someone has to ask, they don't like to ask. So being able to be very clear makes it a lot easier. Absolutely. That signage is really key, especially in this day and age when unfortunately you can go to a store and have zero interaction with another human. The farmer's market can still be kind of intimidating for folks to have to talk to people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. Okay. So then after a year, you said you have to pay for that, um, that, that software, that, that app. Um, what other, are there any other things around the program that people should be aware of or try to understand? I think just um, that it's the goal of USDA is really to provide this free of charge for the first year so that farmers and markets can try it out. I hear a lot of, um, I don't want to say anxiety per se, but um, some farmers and markets aren't sure if they'll have SNAP customers. They're not sure if they need to accept it or if it'll be a help to their community, but this is an opportunity for them to try it and see if they can really expand food access and, and maybe you know reach out to some members of their community that they might not have known before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, what happens if they decide at the end of that year that it's not for them? Do they have to ship back any any like equipment or? 
the card reader is theirs to keep and they can just end their um, their app license and kind of go on their way. So there's no early termination fees. There's no long-term contract. They can just decide at that point that it's not right for them um, and they don't have to ship back the card reader. Gotcha. Okay. So it's very easy then on that end. Um, so what, let's talk about a, this, a, a typical farmer's market. What kind of sales does a typical farmer's market see through this program? Yes, that's a good question. And we get that a lot as well. There are two ways that you can accept SNAP at the farmer's market. So um, one is the central market model and the other is the vendor model. So if a market decides that they want to accept SNAP on behalf of all of their vendors at the market, then they would have a central market table where they would be the authorized retailer. And then the participant would come to that table. They would swipe their SNAP card and get tokens in exchange. Mm-hmm. And so they would spend those dollar tokens with all of the vendors that had eligible products. And then at the end of the day, the market manager or whomever is in charge of that um, administrative piece of the SNAP program would go around and collect those tokens from all of the vendors and then issue them their reimbursement based on whatever terms they had agreed to. Um, so that's kind of the market level model. And then the vendor level model um, is that in which, just as it sounds, the farmers um, and producers themselves actually accept SNAP directly. And so the customer can just go and swipe their SNAP card right with um, the farmer or vendor at the market. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, we absolutely definitely want to get this set up for our retail stand um, Mm because we'll be offering this kind of stuff too. Um, All right, so then um, what things should people watch out for? Um, Is there any self-policing that people need to be doing? They just need to make sure people aren't buying the wrong things or how does that work? Right, it would just be a matter of ensuring that SNAP is being utilized for those eligible foods. Um, And another piece to keep in mind for farmers, particularly those in the token system, is that no change may be given. Um, you know, so if you can't, if you have, for example, a product that is, I don't know, $2.50, um, you can make up and, you know, the, the customer would have $3 worth of tokens. So you could make up that difference with another product, but you may not give them 50 cents change. Gotcha. Yep. That's how the, uh, the checks work too. So we couldn't mm-hmm. give change. Right. Yep. Um, what should, so let's say, let's, what's best practice for a farmer's market that's looking to set this up and needs to get buy-in from the different customers? Is there anything that, that you found works well? Um, do you find resistance and what are some common responses to that? Yes. Yeah, so I would say that best practice is certainly um, get to know your local agency. So SNAP is issued at the local level through whatever the agency is in your area. In Maryland, for example, it's the local DSS or Department of Social Services offices. Um, so those are the folks that are working with the beneficiaries and getting them signed up and they get to know all of the clients that they work with. So that office is an important relationship to um to establish if you don't have one already to let them know that the market accepts um, SNAP or that farmers at the market accept SNAP so that they can direct their clients to use their benefits there. Um, And then other best practices would be, um, we've really seen, honestly, the way that it spreads most quickly is word of mouth. So, um, you know, once you get a few families coming to the market or a few families that know that you're able to accept SNAP at your stand, then the word will grow. Um, for example, we've had some markets that in the first year, maybe they accept $500 worth of SNAP. And then in the second year, one particular market went all the way up to almost $14,000 in SNAP. So oh, wow. once the word got out, it spread like, like wildfire. 
Okay, so the other question is, does this program or does USDA have any um, marketing materials or money as a set aside to kind of help the communities learn about this? Um, so in, if you mean in terms of having funding for the communities to be able to spread the word or do their own marketing programs? Yeah, spreading the word. Yeah, so um, USDA does have a few grants that markets could take advantage to advantage of to spread the word. One that comes to mind would be the um, Farmers Market Promotion Program. So that's a great way for um, markets and potentially farmers that are working together to be able to get marketing money for this type of um, campaign or um, really promoting of their market overall in addition to SNAP. Okay, so people should check that out. All right, what other things uh, might people wanna be aware of when getting started with this? I just hope that they understand how easy it is. We're really here to help. Um, we are, you know, have been contracted by USDA to provide this service and a big piece of what we offer is technical assistance. So if folks aren't sure what to do, if they aren't sure what's best for their particular situation, please feel free to reach out to us, send us an email. Um, we have representatives all across the country. So um, you should be able to connect with someone uh, close to your time zone, if not necessarily in your same time zone, um, and work out whatever we can do to help you be successful. All right. And that's marketlink.org. And there is a phone number on that website, as well as you guys have chat on there as well. So it should be super simple for people to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the application is relatively easy to fill out. There's not too much to go on for that. There is a multi, it is a multi-step. So you kind of have to work with uh, the USDA to kind of get registered in their system and then get registered in your system. Yes. So the whole process is first you would go through what we call the eligibility assessment. That's at marketlink.org slash apply. And that will let you know right off the bat whether or not you're eligible for the grant funding. And then second, we have to make sure that you have, you are an authorized retailer with USDA. So that's that online application I was talking about that we can help you through if you haven't already done it on your own. We also have instructions for you to be able to do it on your own if you want to tackle it. Um, you're welcome to do that, of course. Uh, and then the third step is to get set up with Novidia Group, who is the um, software and technology company that I mentioned before, who actually processes that benefit. So it is an electronic benefit transfer. So as you can imagine, that means that the SNAP dollars are coming from the federal treasury to your bank account. So you need to set up that um, gateway to be able to do it. And then lastly, Novidia Group will ship you your equipment. And then they also have training if you want help getting things set up or having someone take you through um, you know, a sample transaction or really become comfortable with the app before you use it in a live selling situation. Gotcha. Okay. And um, how long does it take the money from when you process a transaction to show up in your account? One to two business days. Okay. So it's really quick. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, hey, Amy, thank you so much for coming on today. Anything else you want to share? I don't think so. We hope that folks apply. Again, this is a program that's available across the country to any direct marketing farmer or farmer's market. So we hope that everyone takes advantage of it to increase their sales and expand food access. Absolutely. And it's marketlink.org. All right. Thanks so much, Amy. Thank you. All Have right. a good one. You too. Bye. there you have it. Another episode in the books. So I'd love if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. Those mean everything to us. We love to hear what you're thinking. If you have a podcast guest that you can recommend, please pop on over to the Thriving Farmer podcast website and leave us a review. That's thrivingfarmerpodcast.com.